0: Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today, we talk a little bit about Green Bay Packers, how they are eliminated from the playoffs, the Buffalo Bills. Could this possibly be their year? And God damn it, why does everybody think that they need to make $100,000 a year? Some people are not worth it. Let's take a look at some live dates, shall we? All right, coming up, uh, this weekend, I was at Acme Comedy Company with adam ray doing guest sets hanging out with him trevor anderson ira ford fucking outstanding time so many good clips coming so much good stuff from this weekend oh my god so thank you to everybody who came out stopped by said hi started following me on instagram after the shows man what a weekend I will be at House of Comedy. I was supposed to be there last week to headline. That got canceled because of weather. But now I will be back January 17th through the 21st, 22nd, something like that, basically all week. I will be there Tuesday through Saturday night, opening for the Offend Everyone Tour. Why they picked me, I don't know. (laughs) But I'll be opening for uh, Luis J. Gomez and Aaron Berg. There's uh, about six shows in between Tuesday and Saturday night, so I'll get it up on my website later today. The link is already up, but that'll be cool. And then coming up January 28th, I'll be in St. Cloud at Beaver Island Brewing. Silly Beaver, one of the best shows in Minnesota going on right now. It's a packed house every single week, so more details. I'll get you those as soon as I possibly can. Obviously, you can find all that stuff at rudypovich.com. All right, so yesterday, yesterday was... Uh, me just hanging out, PJs, let's just get a couple of beers in the afternoon, let's just kick it, try not to do too much. I had a a gal hire me to come and do her birthday party, that was, um, that was fun, man. Very seldom do I ever do, like, one-off. I do mostly, obviously, clubs, shows, breweries, wineries, the typical, but then... A lot of corporate gigs. So it's a lot of conferences, a lot of conference rooms in the middle of a Holiday Inn in goddamn Rochester, Minnesota. But every once in a while, you get these sort of, like, weird one-off shows where somebody will hire you to come and do their birthday party. Something like that. And Scala had, like, a small brick stage in her basement. Lights and everything. I was like, hot damn, dude. Fun crowd. A lot of goddamn kids. Jesus Christ. Ah... <sighs> If you got kids, hire a magician. Hire a clown. (laughs) I'm having to go through my set list, like, can't can't read, can't do this joke, can't do this joke, can't do this joke, joke, gotta tell a different version of this joke. What usually is like a 45 to 50 minute set, I gotta fill with crowd work because I'm like, half the shit I can't say in front of the children, because the kids are right fucking front and center and not keeping their goddamn mouth shut. (sighs) I used to love being a kid. When did I hate? kids (laughs) god damn it what's up kimberly hi what's up erica what's up jen hi steph nice to hang out with you this weekend what's up tara billy what's up mj danielle jake what's up dude what's going on buddy good to see you what's up scooter hopefully everybody had a, a good weekend scooter ditch the kids yeah there's a time and place absolutely a time and place Get somebody that can do all that stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll enjoy that I'll go to those shows, and they'll be fun, and I'll get paid, and everybody will have a great time. And I will do my best to be able to make sure that it is a PG-13 show for everybody. But there are times where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, kids don't need to be, get to be the center of attention all the goddamn time. Jesus Christ. Danielle. Hey, Rudy and friends. Why, hello. What's up, Olena? Nice to see you. So this weekend, uh, last night, decided to sit down and uh, drink a couple of beers, put on the PJs, watch that uh, that Buffalo Bills game during the afternoon. My goodness. Fielded at the four by Hines, coming straight up the middle to the 20, cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines! 96 yards! Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. What a tribute to Demar! This kickoff return unit set the tone for what today is going to be, and that's a celebration of number three, Demar Hamlin. All right, I know everybody in Minnesota is losing their goddamn minds because the Packers lost last night. They look like shit. And to be honest, I'm kind of glad this season is over. I'm, I, It was too much to handle. I was like, all right, just be done. Please be done. Now it is. Thank God. It feels like Buffalo's year now. It is theirs to lose at this point. There is so much... Goddamn momentum coming through Buffalo right now after the whole DeMar thing and everybody backing him. There's a, there's a crazy weird stat. You'd have to look it up. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but every time there's a national tragedy and it happens close, like around the end of the year, beginning of the year, like December, January, February, anytime something like that happens and we all rallied together, whatever team it was associated with, or if something tra- tragic happens like 9-11, the year 9-11 happened, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. There's some sort of crazy stat that wherever this sort of these things happen... If you are, if the whatever city that they happen in, or it is associated with, like you know, America unity. It's always the the Patriots, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. It's some weird sort of stat where like America's teams, quote unquote, are usually the ones that end up winning the Super Bowl because for whatever reason we put it out in the ethos, we get momentum behind them. We're like, fucking 9/11, America. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? The goddamn Patriots are. <laughs> America, motherfuckers. Uh, Jules, I'm relieved the season is over, too. Not surprised they lost. Hoping next year the pack uh, does better. Uh, yeah. Pray to God. Because this was, this year was a total shit show. Uh, Sally, there was some good football on yesterday. Hot damn there was. Yeah. But this feels like Buffalo's year to lose it. I'm tired of the fucking Eagles. I'm so done with Philadelphia and how... They have to basically you know, shimmy their way into every goddamn conversation. I'm so fucking tired of them. I'm so tired of the fans. I'm tired of everybody who comes out of Philadelphia, except for you, Rick Logan. You're my boy, and I love you, and you, Nick Brown. You guys are the exceptions, not the rule. You're the only two Philly fans that I don't want to throw off a fucking bridge every time we get around. <laughs> you two are all right. Everybody else sucks. So I'm done with Philly. I'm kind of feeling like Niners-Bills-Super Bowl this year. I think Tom Brady's going to end up going out first round. I don't think Philly – I mean, I know Philly's got that first round, but I just don't think they can pull it off, though. I think there's just too much momentum right now with uh, – Um, I think it's going to end up being Niners-Eagles in the NFC Championship game. And then the Niners end up going to the Super Bowl, and then they lose to Buffalo, which I'm down with, man. They are 0-4 in the Super I mean, if you remember those years of Buffalo going to the Super Bowl four times in a fucking row and losing every single what well, they went two in a row and then had a break and then did two more, I think. And the fact that you, I, I was alive during watching that unfold every single time, that poor goddamn Jim Kelly, head held low, <laughs> walking down that tunnel— I mean, I was only like eight or nine when I remember seeing it, and holy shit, that first feeling of disappointment, like, wow, that is, it's almost, you almost have to try to lose four Super Bowls in a row, but hey, man, the Vikes are there too. Four times, still got zero trophies in the case. I just feel like it's Buffalo's year this year. Nothing against Minnesota, be great if they went on and they won it, all my friends would be happy, you'd be able to see it in your lifetime, hey, that's fantastic. I just feel like it's gonna, it's got to be Buffalo's year this year. They've been such a good team the last couple of years. A Viking, you know what, though? A Vikings-Bills Super Bowl would not be bad because I would love to see the shit that Diggs would talk. That guy would be so mouthy for two weeks leading up to that game. <laughs> How amazing would that be? Come on, Case Keenum. Come on. Time for the Minnesota miracle one more time. Jesus. That'd be fucking ballsy, man. Oh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess my dry January can start now. I was kind of hoping it would have started the day after the Super Bowl, but I guess since we're here. And when I say dry January, I mean dry drier January. <laughs> All these people are like, you gotta stop drinking for you gotta take some time off of booze. I'm like, yeah, I take time away from booze. It's called Monday through Thursday. That's when I take my time off. I'm right back on the saddle Friday, okay? Danielle, Vikings bills Super Bowl would be fun to watch. I'm down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Two amazing teams that are just playing lights out ball right now. Two teams you don't see in there all the time. It'd be great. We'll just have to uh, wait it out. Yeah, should be fun over the next couple of next couple of weeks. Anyway, saw a viral video going around. Ladies, a Domino's delivery driver. She was talking about the tips that she makes and how little amount of money that that you make when you're a delivery driver. Listen to this. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery and his food was $46.17 and he gave me $50 and told me to keep the chain. So I just took my 11th and final delivery of the night. They spent $56 and I did not get a tip at all. I got $13 in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on. And I have forty-two twenty-nine going on going onto my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. Okay, listen. Not everybody is supposed to go out there and make $100,000 a year. You're not supposed to. There's a reason why jobs like this exist. It is to bridge the gap between whatever it is. The... The hours that you work these jobs are flexible because you're going to school to get a better education so you can get a job where you make more money. If you were in your 30s and you were still delivering pizza, something went wildly off the rails. You should have your shit together by now. Do some people work these jobs because they like them? Yes, and that's fantastic. I worked with a guy, his real name, this is no joke, the guy was like, I was... 18, 19, he was like 31. And when at that age, 31, I was like, that guy's old as fuck. What is he still doing working here? His name was Marcus Farkas. That was his real name. On his driver's license, Marcus Farkas. I worked with him at Pally Eyes Pizza in Mankato. Marcus Farkas. Marcus Farkas loved delivering pizzas. And he was goddamn good at it. He drove like a fucking maniac. <laughs> and he was, he was widely renowned in the city of Mankato as the best pizza delivery driver on the planet. He had a car that looked like Uncle Buck's, and he drove it over boulevards and through yards. That guy did not give a shit. It was half hour or less, man, and he was gonna get a tea in a half hour or less. That dude was a badass, hilarious, and he wanted to do it. Never once complained about the money. Never once complained that he didn't make enough in tips. If you want to do it and never talk about like, God, I just don't have enough money to make rent. That is on you, my man. It is time for you to get your shit together and go out and get a better job. Go make more money. Get that hustle going. Enough of this shit about like, everybody deserves to make, uh, you know, $75,000 a year. No, you don't. There are some people on the planet that are worth that and some that are not. Not everybody gets to live that lifestyle. And if you want that lifestyle, go out there and get it. It's yours to take. Danielle, Marcus Farkas, good God, that is an awesome name. I had chatted about Marcus Farkas one time. I was in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I said, I used to work with a guy at a pizza place. His name was Marcus Farkas. And everybody at the bar went, that's ridiculous. You did not. I'm like, I swear to God. They go, you're stealing that name from uh, Christmas Story. Scott Farkas. I'm like, no, I'm not. Marcus Farkas is a real man. I swear to God, Marcus Farkas is a... And they would always give me shit. You know, there's no way Marcus Farkas. Nobody would name their child Marcus Farkas. And then one day, out of the blue, I'm slinging hooch. And I hear down the uh, down the end of the bar, Yo, barkeep, give me a goddamn vodka Red Bull. And I turn around and who is standing there? Marcus Farkas! Oh, I showed that son of a bitch off like it was show and tell. And I had just brought in a brand new Tickle Me Elmo. I showed him off to everybody. I was like, look at my man. Look at my man. Marcus Farkas. I told you, bitches, (laughs) he was real. Marcus goddamn Farkas. Now you guys need to go out and get a Marcus Farkas tattoo. That guy's the shit. I love that dude. I don't know what the hell happened to him. Who knows if he's still around. I pray to God he's still delivering pizza somewhere. I would ask- Oh, my God. That dude was the shit. Yeah, nobody believe me. He can't be real. Marcus Farkas does not exist. Oh, no. He's a real man of flesh and blood, just like you and I. You tell tales of Paul Bunyan, I tell tales of Marcus Farkas. <laughs> Scooters, he's still slinging pizza. I don't know. That's the thing. Not sure. Not sure. I have not seen the man in years. I would. Uh, I should look him up, though. Maybe he's around. Be fun to sit down and interview that guy. God, man, he was a trip. Anyways, all right. I got a goddamn pile of work. I got to. Uh, I got to get to. I'll get you guys more details about shows coming up. Uh, this month, gonna be like I said, January seventeenth through the twenty first. I'm gonna be at House of Comedy Mall of America. That's next week, opening up for the Offend Everyone tour with Lewis J Gomez and Aaron Berg. And then after that, January twenty eighth, headlining Beaver Island Brewing, Silly Beaver. That show up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. It's fantastic. Uh, Danielle, that's like my dad telling the story of how he used to work with a guy named Harry Aho. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a dude also lacrosse, Wisconsin, whose name was Mike Hunt. Yeah. And I said, That's impossible. Everybody called him Toad for years. I had no idea. And I said, Why does everybody call you Toad? He said, Well, because my real name is Mike Hunt. I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, I swear to God. I was like, "Let me see your driver's license." He pulled it out. Oh no, his name was Michael Hunt. Goddamn. Ah, Scooter, I'm gonna make one of those HOC shows next week. Please do. Let me know. Let me know if you're gonna come. Uh, unfortunately, because I'm only gonna be hosting those shows, I'm not headlining. Uh, I don't get a guest list for that. They keep that for just the headliners. But uh, but just let me know. Um, Jules, Toad is much better. I agree, absolutely. But if you're gonna come, Scooter, let me know. We'll uh, we'll make some time and uh, get some uh, get a couple of drinks. You know. Kick it. Do the thing. That'll be fun. Awesome. All right, you guys. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland.